Thank you for choosing Apparacity.com. All of Shadows Radio is brought to you by our talented and hardworking cast from around the world. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe. And if you're able to, hit the donate button on hallofshadowsradio.com. Any amount would be greatly appreciated so we can continue to bring you the show that we love to create. Welcome to the Hall of Shadows. Murray Lewis, The Cherry Tree It was so quiet, unaccustomed to the eerie silence of the countryside. Delia Thompson strangely longed for the sound of the city from which she had fled. Never in a million years could she have imagined missing the garbage trucks at dusk, the constant rush of traffic and the nightly marital dispute that echoed from the apartment above hers. In their absence, Delia now realized that she had never felt alone. In an effort to curb her homesickness, she quickly reminded herself that this feeling of solidarity had its drawbacks. Exorbitant rent, obnoxious crowd, a total lack of privacy, and most of all, Sean. Delia lay on a bare mattress on the bedroom floor of the isolated cottage, intensely stressed by the overflowing plastic bags and boxes that were scattered about the room. Her anxiety grew as she thought about the spiders and earwigs with which she was sharing the floor. Feeling her sense of sight handicapped by the country darkness, she listened intently for the jittering of a doorknob, footsteps on the hallway tile, or rumbling from the basement. The basement. She had only been down there once. Her imagination quickly conjured up a vivid tale that included all the fixings of a terrifying horror movie. Blood, sharp weapons, and ghosts that roamed the hallway. Maybe a body was buried underneath the very floorboards of this bedroom. Perhaps she now lay cheek to cheek with a rotting corpse, separated only by a few inches of wood. As her eyelid began to sag, the side floor light suddenly turned on filling the room with a soft glow of yellow light. She was overtaken with a frightening rush of adrenaline which caused her heart to pound at an alarming rate. You're such a wimp, she laughed. The exhausted woman turned to her other side, now facing the window. The silhouette of a small cherry tree blowing in the wind was cast on the vertical blind. 
the branches fluttering and swaying in the wind, reminded her of the time she saw the New York City ballet with her grandmother. The leaves, like little butterflies, dancing in the wind. She was finally ready to sleep. Green fields, as far as the eye could see. A brilliant summer sun hung high amid the beautiful azure sky. Delia walked through the tall grass, delighted by the freedom of bare feet and the smell of fresh wildflowers. Feeling tired, she laid down in the grass and closed her eyes, revealing the warmth of the sun's magnificent rays. This moment of serenity soon faded as the sound of something rustling reached her ear. Delia turned her head and innocently looked to her left. There, amongst the tall grass, was a woman lying on her back. She was wearing an old-fashioned cotton nightgown. It was covered in blood and her head was unnaturally contorted, turned towards Delia. The woman's skin was a terrible blue-green color, and her face was touched with swollen veins and bruises. A few of her bottom teeth were visible, but the bottom right half-lip was missing. The woman attempted to speak, but blood pooled in her mouth and dripped from its corners. Cherries began to fall from the sky. Delia thrust herself from the soaked mattress. The limbs of the cherry tree moderately thrashed against the window. Delia grabbed her phone and earbuds and glided back into a dream on the wings of some classical music. The next night, Delia pretended she had a million things to do before bed. However, by midnight, she could no longer fight her exhaustion. Feeling uneasy, she quickly hoped into bed, avoiding looking at the window. It was raining and the wind howled through the poorly insulated home. After two hours of nervous sleep, she awoke with the intense feeling that someone was watching her. She forced herself to look in the dresser's mirror in which she could see the window behind her. In its reflection, she once again saw the outline of the cherry tree blowing in the wind. It looked different tonight. It looked larger. Its branches appeared thicker and more knotty. Delia returned her head to the cool pillow. Several seconds later, a tapping noise came from the window. Stop it! It's just the cherry tree branches, she assured herself. Within seconds, the tapping increased in speed. Dread coursed through her veins as the tapping gave way to loud thuds. Delia turned toward the window. She could see the silhouette of a woman 
who began to violently bang her head against the glass. With each impact, blood splattered all over the glass. Delia screamed and ran from the bedroom. The living room was dark. The frightening girl tried to regain her composure. Perhaps she was still dreaming. But just as Delia began to calm down, a low moaning pierced the silence. A gust of wind bombarded the side of the house and a low moan could now be heard. Delia's eyes widened as she saw what looked like a woman crouched in the far corner of the room, facing towards the wall. With a loud, angry cry, the figure suddenly threw her back to the floor as she had no bones at all. The furniture rattled as she hit the ground. Flipping to her side, the figure began dragging herself across the carpet, slowly extending one arm at a time. Delia stepped back, causing one of the floorboards to creak. The figure stopped. After a short pause, this unwanted visitor began to drag herself once again, this time a bit faster. As she continued, it was evident that she could not see Delia. The woman slithered within inches of Delia's feet, stopped again, and slowly turned her head upwards. Delia couldn't breathe. She couldn't dare. And then, with no warning at all, the woman continued on her way, disappearing through the living room wall. Delia spent the remainder of the night in the back seat of her car despite the storm. The next morning she woke up in a fetal position, sore from head to toe, not to mention freezing and her wet clothes. She slowly opened her eyes, afraid of what she could see, afraid of what might appear. An inspection of the side of the house revealed that the sherry tree had fallen. Its roots ripped from the earth. Delia got out of the car and approached it. She knelt down beside the splintered bark. An overwhelming sadness came over her. She began to knead at the soil, her knuckles turning white from tension. She couldn't shake the feeling that something precious needed to be rescued from beneath that soil. And so she grabbed the shovel that was leaning against the house and began to dig. Several feet of dirt has been removed when the tip of the shovel hit something hard. Delia frantically brushed away the soil and exposed the top of an antique trunk. Summoning all of her strength, she lifted the trunk out of the pit and began to hit the lock with the shovel. After a few good blows, the lock finally severed 
she opened the lid. Within it, she found a bare skeleton. The weekend's events suddenly made sense. Delia reached for her phone. Within half an hour, the police had arrived on the property and took the trunk as well as the bones inside. They were all astonished that this petite five feet one inch woman had drug a hole that deep and then was able to lift the heavy chest out of it. It would seem as though forces unbeknownst to her had helped Delia. The corona report later concluded that the bones found belonged to a woman in her early 30s. According to the report, she had been buried in there for over a century. Though a formal investigation was launched, no one was ever able to reveal the woman's identity. But one thing was for sure, Dillian knew that her death was not a natural one. Delia's fear toward the woman was now replaced with a striking grief. No one deserved such a violent death and demeaning burial. After her ordeal, Delia decided to move back to her old apartment building in the city. She never thought she'd be so happy to be home. As the last box was being unpacked, there came a knock at the door. She walked towards it and looked through the peephole. No one was there. Unsatisfied, she prudently opened the door to find a small basket of cherries awaiting her. They were the sweetest she had ever tasted, and she knew exactly who had brought them. That was The Cherry Tree, written by Christina Rocco, read by Marie Lewis. Hall of Shadows is produced by Michael J. Rocco, directed by Christina and Michael J. Rocco. For Apparacity, we bid you good night.